you ever been on an airplane? No. Sorry, sorry, Ryan, I haven't. This story doesn't relate to me at all. Have you ever been on an airplane no. where you thought that that plane was going to land at a different destination than you were planning on? Um, no. You mean, are we going to talk about how the stewardess always likes to make a little joke about and hope that's the destination your ticket says? Bill, did you just call her a stewardess? Yeah. <laughs> cool. What yeah. a guy. So, uh, what is she called now? Flight attendant. Flight attendant. And I, it's not always a she, Bill. It's always a she when I fly. <laughs> wow. Uh, so I've been flying a lot more than usual lately, and uh, I was on a, a nice long flight from uh, Atlanta to Seattle just the last week or so. And uh, I genuinely thought that we were going to land somewhere else than Seattle because of one unruly passenger. Did you say you uh, generally thought? <laughs> genuinely thought. <laughs> okay. Why? What, what were they doing? I've, oh, I've you got, mean? I've you never don't mean. Have I ever gone on a plane and thought it was going somewhere else? Like I'm stupid. You no. meant? Have I ever been on a plane where I thought there was going to be an emergency landing? Yes. Also, no. I've never, okay. I've, I've never even got to be on a flight with like an unruly passenger, and I think that's always sounds you've, exciting. You've flown with so, me, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm flying for work, and as as happens when flying for work, it's on short notice, and uh, so I don't get a good selection of seats. Right, so I'm in the back of the plane. And, you know, we're an hour in. They finally get drink service to the back of the plane. And uh, I overhear the uh, flight attendants saying, hey, do you got any more Pinot Grigio? I'm out. This is the first class flight attendant comes up to the to the cart and, and says, hey, I'm out of Pinot Grigio. I need more. And they're like, oh, well, we got like three. And she, the, the first class uh, flight attendant says, uh, that's not going to be enough. <laughs> and... And so they go back and look in the in the the back hold, you know, the the back store room there by the bathrooms, and uh, they're like, "Oh, we got like like two more." So they they get like five Pinot Grigios for for the front of the plane. Okay, wait, pause. Story. When you're a let's say you're a bartender, no, let's say you're a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. You have to follow basic bartending rules, right? Do you think a bartender that you know would ever be like, I need more of this booze? Someone's like, we have some. Like, that's not going to be enough for this. <laughs> like, that's a terrible idea. Why would you keep yeah. serving this? Okay, keep going. So this is my first uh, key to listen into this situation. Because normally mm-hmm. I'm flying noise-canceling headphones in the screen. Like, don't pay attention to anybody else because it's just going to ruin your day, right? Right. So. This is my first clue that's going to be entertaining. So they go up the front with the five Pinot Grigios. It, it's way up in front. Not in first class, but in comfort plus. Like the, the, the premium oh, yeah. economy or whatever. Right, right. Where you get free booze, but you don't get the big seats. Right. So they go up there with the five Pinot Grigios. And I see hands waving in the aisle and fingers pointing and, and yelling and things. I'm like, oh, great. This could be real good. So... That situation dies down 25, 30 minutes later. I'm listening to my podcast. 
Um, our podcast? Yes, our podcast. <laughs> uh, quality control. It's the Always only way to fly. <laughs> ever vigilant. Right. Um, you think I'm I, funny normally. You should hear me at 30,000 feet. Were you flying right. to Ipswich? Yes. <laughs> okay. From Ipswich. Right. You guys, Atlanta. we don't know when this is going to air. That could be a totally <laughs> irrelevant joke. Uh, 30 minutes later, I see a 65-year-old woman running from the front of the plane to the back of the plane. After this, I hear, ma'am, this is a security situation. You need to return to your seat. Ma'am, sit down. Ma'am, stop yelling. So, luckily, one of the flight attendants on this flight was a rather large man, uh, probably six foot five, 260, 275 pounds. Yeah, that's, yeah a, that's a big stewardess. <laughs> uh, this man then picked up this woman and walked her back to her seat, put her down, and then was greeted by uh, this woman's assumed male. Uh, compatriot yelling and pointing and screaming at her at him mm-hmm. so, so sounds like the ingredients of a lawsuit fast forward to landing in SeaTac a couple hours later uh we were told uh, upon the aircraft meeting the gate that everyone sit down and stay seated until the security situation was resolved and she was escorted off of the plane by several TSA agents and a sheriff. So that was do you fun. know? Do you know what the crux of the situation? I mean, besides being drunk, what she was freaking out about? She was out of wine. She was out of wine. And the worst part was they still had Merlot and Cabernet. Ah, oh, well, they were just wine. out of white wine. I mean, come on, she needs her Pinot. That's fucking yeah. amateur hour, though. And, we she, all need a little- and she wasn't in first class. No. So she was ponying up for those. Uh-huh. Well, no. Well, uh, in Comfort Plus, you get them. You should get them for no, free. No, she was getting her $94 worth okay. yeah. on their upgrade. Yeah. And yeah. that's well, why they allowed the behavior. Or they right. didn't allow the behavior because she didn't pay the extra 1000 for first class. Well, right. she would have been really upset if she paid $94 for the chance at getting Comfort Plus. <laughs> right. Do you know what I think was probably <laughs> happening? She got on the plane, had a glass of wine. And said, I'm going to put these headphones on and listen to Radiohead. <laughs> and then she lost her fucking mind. Uh, uh, we are talking about Radiohead. Um, oh, okay. well, yeah, one, okay. other, one other story that's really funny. I just So you guys know that I do some work for uh, a church too, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So, yes. so we have like a staff text chain that we send information to each other on. And like... Wait, this, hey, real quick. How good is this story going to be? It's like a seven out of ten. I gotta, I gotta grab a, my first beer of the night. Okay, yeah. So should I wait? You should for, wait. You should okay. wait, and then we'll all share drinks. Okay. I think we're gonna have some extra time in this episode anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so this Sunday we're not doing any like kids Sunday school class. We're having all the kids up in the like big church service with all the adults, right? Uh-huh. Gotcha. And so to try and make it fun for them, our music guy was like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of little shakers for the kids to like shake along with the music, right? Little noisemakers. Yeah, yeah. So he sends a text just now that says, this is just classic autocorrect. It's great. He goes, by the way, 
I bought 40 shackles for kids this Sunday. <laughs> Good stuff. It's like that might even be better than shakers. Yes, that might even be better. Uh, Ryan, do you have a beverage? I do have a beverage for this musical adventure. Nice. You should start telling me about it, and then when Rick comes back, he'll interrupt you. Right. Um, I recently went to the great state of Wisconsin and picked up one of their finest products, New Galeris uh, Spotted Cow. Can only what? get it in Wisconsin, so I smuggled some back in my suitcase. Jeez, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I need some of that on the 10th of whatever month this might be. I, I got you. <laughs> I, there's no way he gets it to you on the 10th of whatever month this is. <laughs> right, yeah. True. I met on the podcast. Um, right. I, assume, I assume Bill told us what he's drinking, and if not, I don't care. Um, no, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I am drinking. Thanks for asking, Rick. Uh-huh. Uh, I am. Hang on. Oh, yeah, get that good opening sound there. Uh, I am drinking the Salt Point Greyhound. Ooh. Oh, okay. So, Canned cocktail? Go. Yeah. Vodka, grapefruit, lime, and seltzer. Bill, I don't know why you're drinking like it. You know, we thought you were getting cooler. You were drinking out of pink cans now. Who oh, are you? Who what, are you? What, me? What fruity <laughs> thing have you got? <laughs> okay. Now tell me. Okay. Bill. Okay. Here's what we got to talk about. Uh-huh. I'm going to read this off and you guys are going to go, uh, but I think you got to really think about this one. Okay. This is called Candyland. Sure. It's by 450 North Brewing. Shout out to... Uh, listener Aaron, he really likes to talk trash about this brewery a lot, but they, <laughs> they make they make a decent slushy uh, sour. Um, this is a smoothie style sour ale with banana, sweet and sour mix, orange, grenadine, sour belts, and hard candies. <laughs> no. I really grabs you by the boo boo. No. <laughs> No, that's that's not right. Oh, it smells like well, the candy man. Why are you can. putting sweet and sour mix and grenadine in a beer? And banana. Yeah. Well, banana is a is banana's pretty normal, like Yeah, totally like, like, normal. Well, banana esters in like a Belgian, right? Yeah. Banana banana essence in all kinds of you know, halves and Belgians and stuff. I mean that's like a oh a look thing. at it. Look, this glass is the right size. Just right. Mm. How's your oh. How's your banana candy smoothie? It's pretty good. Mm. It has a bit of a wang to it. That might be the sour belts. <laughs> I get notes of sour belt in this. <laughs> That's the wang. That's is the that, wang talking. Is that the right word? <laughs> you don't. You don't know. Okay. I don't think there, that's the right word. Now there's a movie. Okay. <laughs> You know how? Have you ever? Ugh, no. I wish I wish I could tell this. Have you ever been on a plane? Shut up. <laughs> I can, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe in my life, I need to learn how to tell a story differently. Okay. When you have a question for somebody and you want them to answer, but you have a, an example first, but you think if you tell them that example, then it blows the whole thing. 
Oh, so this Maybe is like doesn't. every time Rick starts talking yeah. ever? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I need to change have you, it. Have you ever, do you ever, do you want to, <laughs> yeah. what you mean? <laughs> so is there a, like a thing that you, like, you know what Bill says close to the chest and you're like, it's close to the vest. Yeah. When you finally learn what something actually means. I had know, one of those weird. experiences last night. Well, we'll get to that. No, the thing you're asking, you said, have I ever? And I'm saying, okay. yes, I have sure, one last but, night. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm just telling you I have. What I was happened? answering your question. What happened I, last night? I'm in bed with my wife. Uh-huh. And like I do sometimes, I'm reading a book. Okay, uh, okay we're good. That's good. With, right? Went with the right way there. So, and I'm reading a book, and I come across a word in the book that I think is wrong. Okay. Uh-huh. But it's it's one of those phrases, Right. So it'd be Mm. like if you were reading a book and it said, I'm holding my cards close to the chest. And you're like, I don't think that's the thing. Like, (laughs) that's that's how I was reacting to it. And I'm like, now, how do I phrase this to my wife without telling her, without influencing her one way or the other to see what she thinks the phrase is? You know, which, of course, the first obstacle is, has she ever even heard the phrase? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which, it's so weird. We and Bill talk about this for years. That oh, yeah. At least our wives, and we think it might be a lot of women, don't seem to know phrases. Any sayings. They've never heard any <laughs> saying or phrase. <laughs> Actually, we had one the other day, but I can't. I'm trying to think of it right now because we just had one. I was like, it was one of those real obvious ones. Uh-huh. I'm just like, are you serious? You've never heard someone say that before? Oh, yeah. I had one of those the other day, too, and I had to <sighs> Google it to show her that it was a thing. Yeah. But, um... When we, when I'm reading this book, I was, what I asked her was, when you're trying to find something and then you're getting closer and getting closer and getting more specific, what are you doing? You are. You're honing in on it. You're what? Honing in on it. Honing in on it. Yes. 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 Right. Oh, that reminds me of the mind. Okay, go ahead. That that is what she said. Uh Uh-huh. And that is what I thought it was. Right. And in the book I'm reading, it says he he was homing in on it. Oh, H- like a homing wrong. pigeon? Yeah. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, am I just wrong and I've been saying honing in wrong? But everyone thinks it's honing in. And it's like, and my wife was like, what's honing even mean? And I'm like, well, you know how you can like hone something to a point? You yeah, can, like, hone a knife, yeah. Yeah, so it's like sharpening your focus, right? Yeah, yeah. But there are homing pigeons that right. like yeah. go to a certain location. So who knows? I don't even know now. Maybe it's well, like, that's oh, like. Uh, did she not believe honing in on it was a thing? No, that she it is thought though, it right? was. Right. I okay. think so. Okay, so this reminds me of what, exactly what mine was. I took my son to the grocery store, and he wanted to push the cart. He's six years old. That's never a great idea. No, but he's going to run into your ankles he, all day long. He nailed it. He was doing great. And at one point, he even knew he went. There was someone on this side of the aisle, someone on this side of the aisle, and then there was like a big stack this, of bottles. This is an mm-hmm. audio podcast. And he drove. Okay, one person on the right, one person on the left, with their I mean, butts out, it, and then a <laughs> stack of bottles. Yeah, and he pushed the cart kind of around and right. Right up the gut, right there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think I told him he did? Threaded the needle. Yes. <laughs> and I, I goes, think you said you really threaded the needle there. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, what does that mean? And I was like, well, you know how your sister likes to sew, and she puts a little thread through the needle, and it's really hard, and it's a really tight space. So then that night, I was in the car with my wife, 
And I said, yeah, we did this thing. And I even taught him what thread the needle meant. And she goes, what are you talking about? And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Wow. And I said, I said, okay, you know, like in football? And she's like, there's no way that's a saying. I was like, are you kidding me? Thread the needle wow. is not a saying? That's, that seems like something everybody would know. That's yeah, not that's weird. that's pretty basic. Right. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it's wild. But so that's, what were we thre- – oh, so back to a bit of a wang to it. Right. <laughs> There's okay. a movie that I have always liked since I was a kid. It's called Hollywood Nights. Hmm. Nobody's, okay. nobody's ever seen it but me. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's got – it stars Tony Danza. Tony motherfucking Danza. Robert Wool. From Arliss. Bill on his phone. And Fran Drescher. They're all in it. Wow. Um, it's just about, it's like, it's about a car club in mm. the 50s, 60s. Just a comedy. So like like uh, Grease adjacent? Yeah, but more like a little dirtier and funnier. Yeah. and Like, you know, not a musical. But right. in that movie, there's these two cops. And they like to screw with these cops all the time. And there's a, they go to a dance and they all take turns peeing in the punch bowl. <laughs> and they okay. walk around the, they walk around the dance and say, Hey, don't drink the punch. Don't drink yeah. the punch. And then some guy walks the cop walks in and he, he's like, gives him some shit. And he goes, Hey, why don't you have some of that punch? <laughs> right. So when he drinks the punch, he's like, Oh, that's pretty good. He's like, this is a bit of a wang to it. And I've always said that since then. <laughs> right. But, where I was going with the whole saying thing is in that they say, oh, someone spiked the punch. When I was a kid, yeah. I thought spiking the punch meant pissing in punch, not <laughs> putting booze in punch. Right. Right. Nobody thinks pissing in punch is even a thing. You don't know right. no name right. for that. There's no, <laughs> need to have a, there's no need to have a term for it. No, there's right. no yeah. saying for that. Right, no. Because I'd be like, you spike this? I'm not drinking this. Now I'd be like, yeah. hey, you used to spike this shit. Yeah. 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 Spike it real good. Don't piss in my eggnog. Just spike like, it. I'm not yeah. drinking punch that isn't spiked. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not drinking piss that doesn't have alcohol in it. Don't Wait. spike my punch and tell me it's raining. <laughs> right. Mm. That saying okay. always confused me. Yeah, Don't right. piss in my pocket and tell me it's raining. <laughs> um, okay. So a, f- uh, a few months back, I was hanging out in a hotel room with a gentleman. <laughs> as you're as you do, as we, you do, and me and him talk about music a lot. Uh, he's a newer, he's a newer friend, a newer um, human, and we talk about stuff quite a bit. And we have different tastes, but my taste in music is I know. I know what I sh- should and shouldn't defend that I like. I like things that are indefensible. I like terrible music. Sure. Yes. But I, I also like really good music. Um, so we were looking at Pitchfork, the douchiest uh, critics um, website of all time for music. Uh, it's, it is very hipster, yes. The top 150 albums of the 90s. Okay. Um. I named a bunch that should have been on there, and he agreed. There was some that I think shouldn't be on there. They're number one. It's ad- It's just bonkers. I know that people like My Bloody Valentine, but that being number one is tough. Is that a band or an album? It's, it's a band. Okay. Number two 
<laughs> You'll love this. Lauren Hill, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Hey, <laughs> our namesake. The number yeah. two best Shout album out. of the 90s, which is a great album. It is a good Num- album. Yeah. N- number three. You've heard it? I have, yeah. Nice. Jenna's a huge fan of her. Okay. Number three, Radiohead's OK Computer. Okay. Now, I know of OK Computer. I know a lot about Radiohead. I know a lot of Radiohead fans. I've never been a Radiohead guy. I thought we should give it a chance. Okay. And I thought we should go with OK Computer, and we did. Is that right? We sure did. Yeah. We did. Um, I had never – I had heard of Radiohead, mm -hmm. and I think I had heard a song of theirs because they sing Creep, right? Yeah. Yes. So there are – probably their most famous song. Yeah, and that's the only song I knew of them. There are three and a half Radiohead songs that I liked prior to this album. Okay. I like Creep. I like Karma Police. Mm-hmm. I like... That's on this album. It is. I yeah. like... Um, I said, yeah, it is. You said prior yeah, to this I album. Like, and I said, yeah. <laughs> I don't, it, it was a statement. It's, we're um, agreeing with each other, and it sounds like we're fighting. I like... <laughs> Would be the subtitle for this podcast. Did I say three and a half or two and a half? I think you said three and a half. What's you gotta find another one you like? Well, so there's another. So uh, okay, well, there's another. I'm not. I mean, I make it to three, but it's gonna be two halves. I kind of like fake plastic trees, Mm. and there's one more song that I kind of like, and it's on this album, and we'll get to it. It's not great though. Um, So I thought maybe I'll see if I could change my mind. You know what I was hoping I would find on this album. What? Sometimes I'll, f- I'll hear of a band that I know people like, and then you find out, you're like, well, let me see what I like from this band. And then you find out the song you love is like, everybody that likes that band's work, they hate that song. Right. Like, I imagine Radiohead fans don't like Creep. I don't know that for a huh. fact, but I imagine they don't. Like, it's um, like how REM fans hate End of the World. Right. Do you know what? Do you know what my favorite U2 song? I like U2. You know what my favorite U2 song is? The Sweetest Thing. There's no way that's anybody's favorite U2 song but me. I like that one. But <laughs> sure. But it's like, not my favorite song in there, for sure. Right. right. And so that happens sometimes. And so I was hoping, and maybe we did, maybe we didn't, I was hoping I was going to discover that on this album. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, track number one, oh. Airbag. This album has tracks. Uh, this whole well, album feels like one long, fucking boring song. No, they're different. They're very different. Mm, sure, you just, not. You just said you liked one or two of the songs on this album. It, it's one and a half. All right, it's let's not do Pink it. Floyd. Let's do it. No, Pink Floyd was one long song. <laughs> Did he say airbag right there? <laughs> Good enunciation. Okay, that's plenty. That's good. Ryan, I got to ask you on this one. Can we keep the clips short? I will fall asleep. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, you don't listen to the podcast anyway, so why does uh, it matter? No, I will fall asleep now. Okay. okay. <laughs> um. Okay, here I'm going to preface this whole episode with this. Oh, God. I don't think people are wrong 
for liking Radiohead. Okay. I understand why people might like it. I do not like it. It's, I, I think, for my ears, it's boring, repetitive, and grating on my soul. That's how like, I feel about the Beatles. That I, I, I don't think that you think that. I I think that you 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 liked you liked more songs on Sgt. Pepper than I like of Radiohead, and I don't think I how many okay I did not I, I like two songs on Sgt. Okay. Pepper. Here's the thing I yeah that's more than I like on this album. You didn't say this album. You said of Radiohead. Uh, I think it still probably is about the same. I I haven't listened to Kid A. Um, I've listened to some of is it. Is that a radio? How it um, is, and that's when Radiohead. That's when Radiohead. <laughs> how about how about how about how about how about? They like changed something and rev. You know, they revolutionized something. I Tom York. Let's keep this moving, man. This is a short podcast. Well, it, it, it's, it's we're dope. on okay. track one, man. Fine, okay, track two. This no, is my... I, wait, this do my, we get to say anything? Yeah, well, I, I was hurrying up. <laughs> I thought this was just... Wait, is let's this not say... Let's, is this let's just not the say what anything. Rick thinks about Radiohead podcast? Let's, let's get to my second favorite song on the album, which is next, and then we'll talk. Okay. Okay. Uh, what a dick. There it was. Next song. <laughs> Paranoid Android. That's Paranoid a decent Android. song. This is my least favorite song on this whole album. Okay, it's my second mm-hmm. favorite. I I hate this song. Okay, uh, especially the like second and third movement mm-hmm. of it because it changes its right. tone a couple times. Um, and to go back to the first track, maybe only one of us should talk after each track, and we can recap. <laughs> but when the when Airbag plays the first song, I was like, oh. This is not what I thought Radiohead was going to sound like. Mm. Okay. Right? That this song comes on, I'm like, this is more what I thought they were going to sound like, <laughs> but I don't like them. Right? Right. Okay. That's all I need to say for now. Let's go to Subterranean, Subterranean Homesick Alien. Homesick Alien. Which is a takeoff, I imagine, of the song Subterranean Homesick Blues by Bob Dylan. But a much worse song. Here's my question. Cut it. Does anybody think? Does it, okay? I know that musically these guys are talented and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Why does someone want to listen to Tom York sing like that? Yeah, it really is. He's so whiny. Okay, he is ten times better than your stupid guy from Oasis. I was going to say, okay, I knew you were going to talk about Oasis here, and he's way worse than Oasis. He is way better than Oasis. I like it so much better. And this song, finally, Subterranean. So, first song I didn't like, and I was like, this is way different than I thought it was going to be. Subterranean Homesick Alien, I was like, this is more what I thought it was going to be, and I don't like it. And then this song, I was like, okay, I'm coming around. I'm feeling like... I could see how you could be in the right mood to listen to this. Like, like I could be in the mood. It could also be that I was listening to this song while I was driving home in the rain, stuck in traffic because of like a four car accident. And my wife and I were pissed about a bunch of stuff that had gone wrong and in like signing papers for our house. So you wanted to sit in your feelings and listen to this? <laughs> well, I, ha- I had to listen it, to it. For sure. the podcast tonight, I, but I was like, I could see how someone would want to just like put this on and draw, or <laughs> you know what I mean. I like, find I find that his voice is so distracting to the words that he's saying. Yeah. Like, oh, you somebody, you hear words he's saying? Yeah, well, some that's of what I'm saying. I I don't. You hear the words in Oasis? Because I sure didn't. Oh yeah, I know. I hear yeah. them more than in this. Oh, they they enunciate their words for sure. Only in Champagne Supernova. No, and, in uh, almost and, all their songs, their their song their songs are much more clear than Tom York for sure. Okay, exit music for a film. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, okay, cut it. So Rick's in the bathroom right now. So while he's in the bathroom, I have a chance to like say something that right, he without getting shot down. Argument. Yeah. So this song sounds more like Creep. It's got that thing, mm-hmm. and I think what I started to appreciate about them is their chord choices. Mm, yes, um, they take they do a have very, a good chord progression, and they're unusual chord progressions that aren't normal. Yeah. Right, and so the it creates musically a more interesting song to listen to than like uh, you know G D C G D C G D C okay. sort of thing. <laughs> so it's, it's but, got minors and it's got it's got varying chord progressions that that don't follow the same patterns over and over yeah. again, and so yeah. it does create a more interesting melodic line. Here's what yeah. the problem that I have with that. You know Damn what? Listen it, to, he's let's, back. <laughs> let's listen to one more song and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Track five, Let Down. Okay, cool. Um, that song is that song's better than the other the previous songs. Um, I, it's a little more upbeat. I kind of like it. A, I don't the, like it. I like the slower ones. I don't like the upbeat ones. See, here's the problem I have with Radiohead. I think also I thought about this today. Um, in 
the early 2000s when System of a Down got really popular. Mm-hmm. I liked that band. They were good. Bill, do you know who fine. they are? No, never huh? heard of them. Okay. He he definitely knows the songs from Toxicity, though. Like, he does. He just When he heard it, he'd be like, I know this song. Ryan, pull up one song from System of a Down real quick. Pull up Chop Suey. Hold, please. Because this is it's really going to come in handy here. We should probably take a break for our sponsors real quick on this quick episode. Yeah, let's take a break for the sponsors, and I'll pull up Chop Suey. Sounds good. Be right back. Wait for Ryan to leave. <laughs> Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. And we're back. Bill. Bill. Shop. Wow. Terrible. (laughs) Well, that, okay, you should be careful because you're going to get the people on you about that because people love that band. I don't care about the people. Bring the people on. (laughs) So, but you, okay, so you heard that, right? Screw the listeners. (laughs) They also have interesting, so it's not, they're definitely not math rock, but, you know, there's like different time signatures. It's this real like grating sounds. Anyway, I used to kind of like that band. I fell off after saw them live a couple times. They're okay. But when I saw them live, I was like, it's so much pulsating music. It's like, it was like I was in a bill. Have you ever seen clockwork orange? No. (laughs) What else would I say? How, how would I distinguish this? Like some, like a torch, like someone had me strapped into a chair. It was, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pulverizing. It's, 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 and I feel like Radiohead's doing the same thing just slowly. Okay, the, maybe the, their, t- their time signatures are weird, and their music isn't doesn't speak to me right, and it just is like it's like annoying. It's so okay, weird. So this is here's let me let me share with you some of my thoughts. This is probably a good okay. good time to do it. Okay. Um, when we were listening to them, I said to my wife, I said, my wife, they they sort of feel like a cross between Coldplay and U2. Um, uh, mm. they, they have influences and vibes of both of them, right? Sure. And she said, yeah, but there's another band in there. Well, and, and Radiohead, everybody has been around longer than Coldplay. I, so don't, that. I don't care. Well, they don't have influences from Coldplay, like you just said. I'm just explaining I didn't say to they you. had influences. I said they sound <laughs> like a cross. I'm you said from, you you said the word influence when you said both those bands. This is fine. We'll just go back. Take the tapes. She says <laughs> there's something else in there. She's like, not quite Nirvana, but there needs to be something that like Nirvana that brings the like 
anger and I want to kill myself <laughs> into that music, right? And sure. I, mm. As I was thinking about it, this is what I decided. It it I dropped you two out of the comparison. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds more like a cross between Coldplay and Smashing Pumpkins. That's what that, I was going to say. That's what it sounds yep. like to me. Because Smashing Pumpkins has that that whiny, fatalistic, dissonant, yeah. fatalistic, yeah, exactly. With with the like Coldplay, not not the poppy Coldplay stuff, but the like uh, more moody, more mellow stuff, right? Well, See, I think so- Coldplay's been accused of being diet Radiohead. Okay, which makes sense. Yeah, and but the Smashy Pumpkins, in for my money, are. 1,000 times better than Radiohead mm. as a band. Like I, the, I don't the know album, them that well, but what I know of Smashing Pumpkins, I don't like. I would like to... Okay, Ryan, put it on the list. We need to listen to Siamese Dream. Mm. Um, let me listen to that all the way through, because it's amazing. I only know one album of Smashing Pumpkins. Is it Melancholy? Yeah. Yeah, that's not the album that I would... that. I, I fell off by then. I mean, I liked their hits, but I don't. I mean, I it's their fine. earlier stuff. Siamese Dream. Siamese <laughs> Dream is their. Um, I feel like it's. I feel like Siamese Dream is a masterpiece of the '90s. I feel like it should be. It's up there with Nevermind um, and Ten. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I, I never was a. Um Smashing Pumpkins super fan, but uh, I will agree that that was a. Really I wasn't good either, album. and I discovered it kind of later that it was. Yeah. it's as good as it is. Um, let's go to the next song. Where Where do we leave off? We are um, on. Hang on, some horseshit. Karma Let police. Down. Karma yeah. police. Karma police. Yep. Yep. Which okay. we don't need to play much because everyone knows this song. I didn't. It, really? You've never heard the song before? No, I haven't heard any. I've never heard a single song on this album. This before. song is gotta be. I mean, it's got to be close. I'd like to go look at plays on Spotify compared to Creep. My I wife's close. My wife said she knew one song on this album, and it wasn't this one. It's it's funny. Karma Police is the number one played song on this album on Spotify, but only by about forty million views or listens. Okay, is the is the other one no surprises? Yeah, and that's, yeah, because that's the one my wife knew. Okay. Anyway, Karma Police. Okay, here's why, here's why I like this song. It's a pop song. As poppy as Radiohead's going to get, it's like Creep. You can understand what he's saying. They had a good music video for it. It was like, this is, like, if this, okay. if the band, if Radiohead yeah. played songs like wanna, this all the time. I just want to talk to our listeners for a second. Sure. If, if you're listening to this, I want you to listen to, go back and find where we talk about Oasis because Rick is sounding exactly about this album the way I sounded about the Oasis album. Right, because you don't like Oasis and I don't like Radiohead. Right. But but then it, but and the problem is with both of these bands that it's like everyone's like, "Oh, I can finally understand what's being said." And unless See, you're but, like, but but the thing is is like I can understand everything Oasis says. Because you and I always, no, I've always been able fan. to. No, I don't think no, so. No, because they don't 
They don't. I don't mug. think you think that. <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they don't. The thing is, is they're not droning on and say they hone in on their words. Uh, I don't think they hone in on them. <laughs> they, um, I, I don't think I don't think you could ever say that Tom York enunciates his words as much as Oasis does. Tom York doesn't know what enunciation means. He says, "Yeah, that's how he that's how he pronounces the word enunciate." His name is Tom, but it's also Thom. Yeah, it has an H in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. Better, happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much, regular exercise at the gym, three days a week, getting on better with your associate employee contemporaries, at ease. Okay, this is dumb. We don't need to play this. <laughs> <laughs> this is just It's stupid. a filler track. This is like, why are you trying to be aggressively like... Oh, the man, blah, blah, blah. I hate it when bands do that. Like, well, play play a stupid song. Because they are... Do, they're the... They're the R.E.M. of wherever they're from? They're, no, they're just the... They're the... The, the amount of douchebaggery <laughs> that is inst, con, instituted by Radiohead blows my mind. But I get it. It's okay. Like, I, I wish this didn't sound like I was talking shit about... People like Radiohead because I think I get. I know why you like that band. I get it. It's okay. It's okay to like this terrible band and think they're amazing. I did feel like while I was listening to this music, I was seeing montages of people like slitting their wrists in bathtubs. And yeah, <laughs> right. And gassing themselves in their garages. Right. Not like drinking champagne and shooting off into outer space. Right. Yeah, I didn't get that from Oasis though. Bill, do you know? Where when I listened to Oasis, I thought I, I felt like I was being hit in the head with guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where Tom, like, what country Tom York is from or Radiohead is from? If I'm being fully honest, I do now. Okay, but only because my wife cheated. Which I told her, I was like, don't give me any Bill, information. Don't get, don't get personal stuff on this podcast. <laughs> <My life. laughs> with Tom York. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, we were listening to this and she was like, are these guys a Seattle band? And I was like, I was like, I said, I don't know, maybe. And then she looked it up and she was like, no, it looks like they're from England. And I was like, oh. I was like, don't tell me anything else. I'm not supposed to look this stuff up or know it. Yeah. Did she think they had a, like a Ballard accent or something? She thought that they had a grunge vibe to them. Oh, uh, see, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. Keep, I just just wanted to make sure you knew they're from Brit. They were British. Yeah. British. Okay. I did track. Okay. Number eight. Electionary. So that's. I didn't hear any of it. It's fine. He's gonna add. He'll add it in post. We heard it today. I mean, I yeah, true. The song, like, the thing is, I really, I know we're gonna just fight, and I sound like an old man, 
These songs all sound the same to me. That's how I feel about the stupid Beatles stuff where it's da, 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 okay. da, da, okay. da, 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 okay. Why can't we be happy? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. When you, when you said that, you, you have an argument with three or four songs per that album, right? Okay. The Beatles have enough albums of, of they have... Um, inarguably a different sound on some of their songs than that. Okay. Radiohead, on this album at least, does not. This album... Uh, that first song, I feel like Airbag is way different than some of these. Okay. And Karma, and even Karma Police isn't that different. It's just better. Sure. Okay, let's move to Climbing Up yeah. the Walls. Let's do it. Here yeah. we go. Okay, I have a question. Ryan, what do you think? <laughs> this Weird. song is more of the same. <laughs> um, I agree with pretty much everything that's been said. Uh, Karma Police is obviously... <laughs> I like how this is... Rick and I have been fighting the whole time. <laughs> go, I agree with everything that's been said. <laughs> but the problem is, is I do too. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, Karma Police is obviously the best song on this album. I Which disagree. I, I think I it's get, number three. I bet sure. nobody. I bet no Radiohead fan thinks that. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm not a Radiohead <clears throat> fan. Right. I <laughs> think. I think it's the third best song. I would put them in order. Uh, I, I thought the, Electioneering actually had some pep, which actually like, oh, they can do something else other than cry. See, Paranoid Android is my second favorite. Karma Police is my third. And my favorite is the one we're about to play right now. No surprises. Wait, I thought you said you didn't like Paranoid Android because I said that was my second favorite song on the album. Oh, I meant Subterranean Homesick Alien. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's Androids, not Alien. You like Aliens. I like Androids. Right. Yeah. I wish it was a cyborg, but it's fine. Yeah. Then it, what, what's your saying? It has a little <laughs> wang in it for me. It's got a bit of a wang to it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I do like our different <laughs> <our> robots. <laughs> no surprises. I like this one, and I like the way it sounds, and I like this beat, this, this melody that goes through the whole thing. Sounds like a nursery rhyme. Little glockenspiel. Those are really popular. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay, uh, this Tom is what it, using like his most singerly voice instead of his most whinerly voice. This is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tom York. Apparently, the rest the rest of the band. It, they're like doing some stuff and it's interesting mm-hmm. and it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. He is just like, what are you doing? Right. I would agree with you that similar to Oasis, the worst part of this band is the singing. 
Um, and I know you don't agree with that about Oasis, but that is how I felt about them. But I do think that this is musically interesting. And while the tracks are all very similar, I think musically it has that Pink Floyd kind of vibe where you could just play the whole album while you were working on something or doing something and kind of get Uh, into a groove. I listened to it today while I was working and... No, I don't mean I don't mean while you're working. I don't mean while sure. you're answering emails and trying to talk to people and right. trying to get, you know, a new bell for a tugboat in Alaska, right? Right, right. Uh, I and I don't mean like while you're doing your job that requires you to think. I mean like if you were staining a deck or if you were like um God, that just seems like I would just like, drink the paint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just not what I want to do. Like, I, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. Let's go on yeah, the next okay. <laughs> We don't need to. We can be done now. Yeah, you know what? We got it. I don't care about so- the last two songs. The last two they songs all, are done. They all sound the same. And actually, yeah. you know what? The last two songs, I listened to half of both of them yeah. to make sure I listened to enough. And the I was tourist, like, oh, the same shit. Tourist yeah. isn't terrible. It's my fourth favorite, but it's nothing special. Okay. So and it also has the least number of listens, including fitter, happier. But that's because people get tired at the end of an album. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, my my phone, I I kept putting it on the album to play the album and it kept switching to Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, you know, I you know what I would be curious to do. It was like, if, are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> Let's change it, this off. <laughs> does anybody know? Does OK Computer have, um, is there an underlying uh, story in this album? Is it is it a concept no, album? I don't, I don't know. So. Oh, it's l- last thing. This is one last thing I want to say. OK. This band, I didn't know anything about them, but uh-huh. I have a friend who, when I went to the Gorge to see Dave Matthews, was like, oh, I love the Gorge. I've only been there once, and I went to go see OK. I mean, to go see Radiohead there, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. And this particular person, good friend of mine, but he's the guy that like always wears a beanie and has gloves with no fingers and <laughs> has a beard. And dr- I like, I like that Bill just said he's the guy. Like. Any of us know that guy? Hang on, hang on. Hang no, on. you're the only person that knows this guy. Hang on, I'm not done. He, no one wears gloves like that. Keep he, going. He drives. This fucking guy. He drives a Prius, and he like has an old pepper grinder that he carries around in his bag to freshly grind beans for his coffee when he wants to make an individual pour-over cup of coffee. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay. he's just more yeah. Seattle than anyone I've ever met in my life. Sure. And he loves radio. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. Because, because you have to. It's right. it's it's like a thing where even if you don't, you do. You have to. Yeah. It's just a he's, rule. He's the guy that if you were in if you were like, hey, let's go to Cancun, he'd be like, oh, I really miss the rain. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um But I don't know if that is I don't know where that comes from. I don't know what this draw is. There's something about people that want to feel sad. I understand. I understand people from Seattle loving Nirvana Mm -hmm. and Soundgarden, like Alice in Chains, like local bands 
that also have like a depressed feel to them. But they also have a little edge to them. I don't feel right. like Radiohead has an edge. They're just like uh, depressed. It's it's just mellow. They're just melodramatic and modeling. Like I, it's just it's so boring. So why do you want to be bored? <laughs> only so boring people are boring. You're but it's only boring. bored if you're boring. Right. <laughs> right. In the in the words I of flagpole sitter, I, I beat <laughs> you to it. A, another wait. In the words of what? Harvey Danger, flagpole right. sitter. Okay, I thought, but you said in the words of flagpole sitter, and I was well, like, "Well, that's where he that's says a, it." That's yeah, but that's a, yeah. Also a Seattle, also a Seattle band that you okay. know what I'd rather listen to than Radiohead, who apparently is not a Seattle. Band. Hey, I think I think Harvey Danger is better than Radiohead. Come at me, bro. Me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should okay, try get to the. Music comedy. Hang on, Ryan's got yes. something. Uh, oh. to, to, to put a bow on this, uh, Rick asked if this was a concept album, what the history behind this album was, and uh, Johnny Greenwood, the guitarist and composer, says that the only concept was to not be the Benz 2.0, which was their previous album. Sure. I, I also looked up just now, and it said it. a lot of the themes and the songs are the same, but there's not a continuing story. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a failure. I think that if this album's going to sound the way it does, make it a story that I can at least someone's going to die at the end. Right. Hopefully, it's the lead singer. But do we need to whatever. make a musical kilometer drop? It's like do 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 do. Oh, I can't believe you don't listen to Deedly and the Bling Blongs. We should listen to their album next. Deedly and the Bling Deedly and the Bling Blongs. Yeah. Hey Ryan, we both just said Deedly and the Bling Blongs. I was gonna say kilometer, but I said Deedly and the Bling Blongs. Just okay. put shit cut together. Yeah. Why you does it, it sound like Tom Tom drums? <laughs> <laughs> it's all distortion and noise. How am I supposed to listen to it? Okay, I was gonna say I like the the musical drop that you made there way better than the one we have on the regular episodes. <laughs> and then it went too long. Just like the other <laughs> Just like the other one. Distortion and noise, distortion and noise. How am I supposed to listen to it? Yep. Yeah. And that uh, was a quote from Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you give it, Bill? Um, some of the songs are decent. I would re-listen to some of them, but I would not re-listen to the album. I wouldn't throw it on. I think I'd probably give this album a 45. All right. Where does that put it? Um, it puts it a little bit. It puts it 14 above Oasis. At twenty below rumors. Okay. And for some reason I don't have Dark Sides thing, but that was like way higher. Dark Side was, like was my highest, yeah. Yeah. And I don't have Sergeant Pepper here either. We gotta get That was some. not my highest. No. Um, we'll get it dialed in. I'll get some better stats up. Um Okay. We got some Oh, I wanna eat that. Is it nacho flavored? <laughs> uh. We got some more albums for you coming up. So I think this is gonna get fun. I think that it's good to do like I felt good about listening to Radiohead because I don't. I feel. Mm, <laughs> How do you feel, Rick? Well, like I was hoping beyond hope that I would start liking Radiohead. It didn't work. 
But mm. I feel good that I gave it a chance. I never would have listened to that album front to back. There's no way. I would have skipped right. through it if I didn't have to do it. Um, so you're, you're feeling the feeling of Bill watching a lot of the movies. A lot of the movies. I'm not, though. I don't think so. I think that Bill is more jaded and he's more um, – he's just kind of like a worse person. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you were just, like, so open and receptive to giving Radiohead a chance. No, I feel, yeah, I feel good that I did it. I feel, like, good. Re- L- I, listen, I, to another, I feel, listen to another hundred albums you hate, and then tell me how you feel. I feel redeemed <laughs> in my thoughts. I knew I didn't like Radiohead, but I thought, you know what, let me just see what these guys really have to offer. I, it's still not for me. But I think it could be for other people. Okay, and on that note, and you know what? You guys to each have a good night. Ryan's hey, everyone go out there work in the morning. Everyone please. out there, if you, if you want to listen to Radiohead, please do enjoy. Live your best life. That's what I say. Uh, everyone, we really want to thank you for checking out our podcast, listening, and subscribing, liking all of those things. If you really want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at miseducationofbill at gmail dot com. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. Uh, we would like to give a special thanks to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. We appreciate it. If anybody wants to find our podcast, they can find it on all of the major podcast apps, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all of those things. I think that's all I have. Bye. 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 Bye.